0: Ooh, taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit, on Sit on down, down with, with the UnBougie, un-bougie Foodie. When you're cooking at home, want to set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit, on Sit on down, down with, with the food Foodie. St. Paul <laughs> and the surrounding neighborhoods. <laughs> this is the Unbuji Foodie, and along with my co-host RJ. Hey, hey. how you doing, people? <laughs> thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, it's a wonderful Saturday. We're supposed to be kind of warm today, so warm. I know, air quotes and everything. Um, but yeah, I want to. We want to thank you for uh, just taking the time to sit down with us and. You know, this is a food show, as you know But we're going to be talking uh, About some, I guess Interesting subjects <laughs> Yeah uh, I might Cause some Conversation, and I wanted to Cause some conversation, not in a Negative fashion, but more so on The level of, I would like To hear from you, and what you Feel um, on um, you know The subject that we're going to be talking about Uh uh-huh. But first and foremost, let me give you some social media information as well as how to contact us here at the radio station Uh, first uh, to get in contact with us. It is uh, 651-200-3479, 651-200-3479. You can uh, definitely follow the UnBougie Foodie by going to Facebook uh, and just looking for the UnBougie Foodie. Instagram is the underscore UnBougie Foodie and then, um, you know, Twitter is at UnbujiFoodie. foodie. Um, I I love Twitter, but I don't get on there as much as often because I think people get on there oftentimes to really rant maybe sometimes. Um, I'm not that type of person. If it is, it's because I am, uh, not ranting, but I'm saying if I'm on there, it's because I want to talk about, uh, share something with food on a wider scale with more people. Um, yeah, so that's it. Well, if we have,
1: <clears throat> excuse me. If we have any more vocal fans who who want the rant, you can find me at uh, at Unbougie Junior on Twitter. If you want to get if you want to get into a uh, some more robust conversation, you can find me on there and we can talk about it.
0: Nice, nice. Thank you. Um, so, you know, our topic today is it's kind of <laughs> going to be. Uh, I know I'm, I'm hesitant to go into it, but it is on inclusivity um, and ac- accessibility, okay. and how folks are how they're getting their food, what type of food they're getting. You know, m- most recently, uh, and actually even before we begin, I have to give a shout out to Miss um, Lisa Jones uh, at Urban Agenda on W. De- uh, excuse me, on KMOJ. Uh, we recently had an opportunity to visit the radio station, specifically her show, and talking about food um, on so many different levels. I mean, on find, all the levels, on, I think, on, yeah, <laughs> on all the levels, yeah, you can say that. Um, it was finding out definitely about more about the UnBougie foodie, what the show represents, you know, um, the history behind it, or understanding what is. Means, um, but then also how food and African Americans are affected or influenced by food, and how America has been influenced by African Americans and how they are cooking or preparing foods. I mean, chefs and early cookbook writers, Mm -hmm. ones I mean, even before we even thought of oh, it's a cookbook, it really wasn't um it for the individuals that were writing down these words now there i have to back up on that because when i say writing down these words miss lisa jones mentioned i believe in uh the jemima code the book that she was referencing she said that uh one I- excerpt that she was reading is that there was you have a picture of two um caucasian women persons, And then there was an African-American person that was – clearly you could see that they were the cook. And from what it was being described is that they were just kind of watching what this person was doing. And they were writing it down, not attributing any type of credit, if you would, to the actual cook – or the person that was actually preparing the meal, mm-hmm. but then they turned it around and basically made it seem like, you know, okay, this is how we present, you know, this particular type of meal. But it's like, but did did you really, though? <laughs> you didn't. I, I mean, you, you, you watch someone, I mean, someone that was indentured to you that you possibly paid for or whatever. And you're now kind of capturing... Those skills, that knowledge, and everything—writing it down on paper or recording it in some manner, shape, or fashion—and kind of making it your own, uh, just make it taking all the credit for it. Basically, mm-hmm. anyway, I just it was the the conversation that we had was just so awesome. So again, I really want to shout out Miss um, uh, Lisa Jones at um, on Urban Agenda at uh, KMOJ. Uh, Ninety nine, eighty nine nine. The People Station. <laughs> I love that though. Sorry, um, but yeah. So you, you could definitely hear her show every Thursday at six PM. So uh, shout out to you, uh, Urban Agenda. Thank you all so much for having us. Uh, but again, going back to accessibility, inclusivity, how folks are actually getting their food. Um. Do we jump right in? Yeah. (laughs) We're
1: jumping in the deep and we're making waves in the pool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I have to breathe on this. It's not, it's not negative. It's just, I was going to talk about this program and uh, I want to, I, can you, no, First off, tell us what your thoughts on what you think of food inclusivity or accessibility means. I know I'm, I'm throwing on the spot, but I got to look up something too. Yeah, you. sure. Um, food inclusivity and accessibility. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, they, they, they're pretty straightforward terms. You know, food inclusivity—if you're going to present something. Let it be something that everyone can appreciate,
0: right? And have access, to and it.
1: have access. Well, that goes into the accessibility, right? Because if I make some food that everyone loves, but can't nobody have any, kind of defeats the purpose, right? Exactly. So it's really you know these two things go kind of hand in hand. You can't really mention one without mentioning the other, and it's 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 a balancing act, but it's definitely one that's important if you really want to really want to share a, a food experience with people,
0: right? And the reason why I found the information or was able to access the information that I was, uh, oh, well, yeah, I found something else onto it. Anyway, regarding um, a membership program that is actually going to be launching uh, here in the Twin Cities uh, January 1st, they're already starting to take members for it. Um, but there is a group of restaurants... Under you know a a, a restaurateur, and <laughs> that is going to be charging ninety nine dollars a month or a thousand dollars a year for membership. And so, how this is actually going to work is, and we were definitely doing some research, and also uh, another um, food person was also really interested in finding out about it as well. And so we got some clarification on that. Um, From what we understand, uh, one individual, one person, would pay $99 a month to go into any of these four restaurants and have one plate of food. One plate. And my nephew mentioned that Okay, it sounds and may sound good or look good on paper, but the actual execution of it is what is kind of disconcerting a little bit. Yeah. Um, clearly the restaurant tour. I mean, he's trying to find ways. As with you know, the question came up on um, on urban agenda from. Uh, I think it may it may have been Miss Lisa Jones, or it may have been a car that said, "Well, how is a restaurant supposed to actually it make was money?" It was a it was a color, and so, I mean, that it was a valid question. I, I, unfortunately, not being a person that has a restaurant, and I don't know the true the the full ins and outs, you know, behind that. It was it was going to be very difficult to answer that question in the way that one was honest. Two that was going to really answer the person's question, um, that would have satisfied their curiosity about that. But in 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 talking that, you know, Miss you know, I think the person Miss Lisa Jones specifically said, "Well, how how is it possible? What do we do? What are you know what what creative things we have to do?" And she mentioned pop-ups, and I definitely agree with the whole pop-up thing because I think that's a wonderful way for individuals within the community. Um, community members, families, whatever, to, if they've not tried a, a specific cuisine, let's just say, mm-hmm. you know, it might, the pop up might be at a restaurant, it might be at a, um, uh, maybe at a, a community kitchen, um, it might be at a cooking class, somewhat, uh, where folks would have the opportunity to come in and either experience, uh, you know, the, that food or that cuisine. Yeah. But also perhaps make it. And so that would give them an opportunity to try out new foods, new cuisines uh, yeah. and see, okay, well, dang, there are so many you know in the community. Um, at least this gave me an opportunity to, to taste some things. Let me go to a restaurant, specific restaurant. Okay, that's all well and good, but you're not going to do that every day. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna You're gonna do it once or twice You know, especially if you have families um, You're being um, financially conscious Of where your money is going Or you would like to <laughs> um, But this program You know, $99 a month You go there one day And have one plate of food And this is one day out of the month One Every day out of the month And you're smiling, why? What are you thinking? Hmm? I'm I'm listening to Uh-oh. to uh, this mm-hmm. rollout of features. <laughs> well, and then a thousand dollars a year for membership, and I don't know. Um, That's so steep. Yeah. So I, I'm going to read directly, specifically what it says. Members will have will be able to get one standard one standard menu item of their choice at each of the restaurants. Now, okay, right there one standard menu item, what if they have a special? So that that means you, you, sorry, it's not on, that doesn't include specials. What if, yeah, as well as extra specials exclusive to them, such as two-for-one drinks throughout January. That's just, I guess, you know, to make it good. Mm -hmm. good. Um, And they have a deadline, of course, by the end of this year to actually become a member Uh, And it really goes into effect, as I mentioned, January 1st. Uh, It says it's not clear which meals would be available to members with the current, um, you know, one specific menu, one specific restaurant's menu having entrees that range from $17 to nearly $40. So, uh, how do you, who determines that? Or... What if you don't want a $17 and you want a $40 entree? (laughs) I mean, are are they going to say no? Or, I don't know. But I I think it goes further in by saying at $17 a month, a monthly subscriber would have to eat there six times to make their money back. Uh, An annual subscriber would have to dine out 59 times to make the $1,000 outlay worth it. Um, Albeit not including any type of special offers that they would have access to. So, I don't know. So, live at the restaurant. Uh, Get your money back. (laughs) You know, I mean, but where does that leave you? Because maybe you don't want to go to that one place or, again, you have a choice of four places, but what if the things on your menu, what if you're so limited to the things on mm. your menu, you don't really, you could just have that same thing, what, two or three times, or I don't know. I, again, like you mentioned, it sounds good conceptually, but I, I think I want to wait to see what, how people are, the feedback from from folks. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, the way from the, we described it in, we'll, yeah, our little research that we were doing. Right.
1: Um no I agree it's it's a lot and I definitely want to see how the community responds not just with their words but with their wallets you know right. are they going to subscribe to this uh this model and if they are you know how are they going to you know how are they going to utilize it and what are their thought process going to be as they're utilizing it right i'm looking at an article right here about the uh about the program uh, okay. f- from the growler and they brought up this point right here where it says ooh, I lost it just that fast. It says um, it's a little bit ways down. It says uh, recurring revenue models are actually quite common in the mainstream today. Uh, this is a quote from Maddie and it says "Um, Netflix gyms, local clubs, wine clubs and these are hundreds of businesses use this model and he uh, goes on to say that I model out What even a fraction of the overall sales as a member should do for the cash flow during business and slow times of the year. And it helps to contribute to the overall health of a business. And um, what this shows to me is kind of going back to what we were saying. This does. It it does. From a business standpoint, this is a phenomenal model. Right. And it does uh, lend itself to these things that he was saying. But he's using these uh, examples of other businesses that use this similar model. the similar uh, business model of how of subscription and the one thing that all these places have in common that make them different from a restaurant is you can use these things as much as you want without getting tired of them exactly and that's where it switches up from food you can watch netflix all day if you, you want to how many thousands you can go to the gym however you, <laughs> but it, you're never gonna um i'm tired of it's not it doesn't create the same Type of stagnation and experience that going to a restaurant every day will exactly, and that I think where is where uh, the business plan or
0: it, it might fall short. So, I mean, we're happy, you know, that there's a creative way of trying to get individuals, you know, from the community to come into a place of business. Um, you know, from our because I'm quite sure, and I've seen it too. Restaurant tours have to be creative. To yeah. try to get people across that threshold mm-hmm, and into the seats, you know, to create a meal for them or create an experience, um, I w- I can't. I'm just going to admit, and I will say that the restaurateur, the person that you know came up with this model, this this program, said it himself. These are his words. This program isn't for everyone. So, mm, e.
1: <laughs> well, well okay. That's fine. Right. But I will I'll put the question out there. Out there. Definitely. Well, who's it for? Exactly. Who are you aiming at? Because um from what we're reading, it's you're very excited as you should be. As we, as uh, anyone for, would be. for you know this new uh this new avenue, but your excitement has um uh, Has left it devoid of a very specific marketplace as to who you're aiming at. So it makes people be like, "Oh well, I can do that," and then they look at all the logistics and like, "I can't, I can't do that. Uh, uh, (laughs) I can't, I can't afford that."
0: Well, that and no, I'm not. I won't. I'm not going to do that. Well, because they want to to be, they want that freedom of being able to choose whatever it is. You know, okay, you have you're setting the rules as a, a standard item on the menu. Okay, what again? What are your standard items? And then all of a sudden their menu changes and you're like the standard items are just chicken and, and you know, something something very simplified. Yeah. Which again, that maybe the whole process. You know? Maybe,
1: you know, yeah. working out the kinks is um you know, one thing that you you I was talking to some software software developers online, and that's one thing that they'll say though, you know, they'll run hundreds of of, of you know Tests and stress tests Quality. to see how it works. Yep. But you never know exactly how many problems you have until you make it live. And put it because out there. these are now you have millions of people exactly. who are sampling your stuff, way more than your team has to offer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're looking at this and we're looking at a very vertical slice of, you know, this business model and what he has to go on. And maybe these points that we're bringing up aren't stuff that he considered. Right. And so once he puts it out and once he makes it live, then he'll have this entire swath of people who can sample his service and tell him where he they think he can make adjustments and it'll be an incremental thing to the point where you know maybe a year or two down the line we look back at this and be like oh these are the changes they made got it this is something that i definitely will exactly want to take advantage of or
0: even really strongly consider and then know that okay well you never know right now like you said it may be a it's a testing phase where it's just in I won't even say a pilot phase, but it's beginning, because it's beginning January 1st. Mm. I I would be interested to find out, you know, was this something that was actually tested first somewhere? I mean, I would assume Mm. that it would have been. You would think so. Yeah, definitely. Maybe with a small amount of people. He probably invited maybe like a a hundred friends and Mm -hmm. said, or, or just put it out there and said, look, friends, a exclusive opportunity. Mm. We want to try this out and see if we could put this out through the Twin Cities. Right. Um, would you be willing to you know try this out? Um, it, and maybe he gave it to them at a discounted price. I, I'm just saying, just yeah, we're just you know right, assu- uh, making assumptions at the time mm. and, and to see how it would how he flushed out anything first uh, in the first go round. And so maybe they went ahead and, you know, signed up for it and just said, okay, well, we're going to try this out. And then he started getting feedback. You know, folks are probably thinking, okay, well, here's my review of, you know, this first week that we tried it Mm -hmm. and everything. So, and then go from there. Uh, And so you have folks that are. Is that from you? I don't think so. (laughs) <laughs> you're funny um sorry <laughs> these things happen um but oh wow I don't know who that is um but but the, the you know it was put out there and then of course he started getting feedback from his friends and maybe other colleagues and said okay I could see where this needs to be adjusted a little bit up down whatever uh, we've done this for maybe the past two months, maybe three months, and because you do have to actually give people an opportunity to see okay, for that first month, are you really going to come every single day? Yeah. You know, or how out of 30 days, how many times did you actually eat out to one of these restaurants? Mm-hmm. And okay, are, we also have to take into consideration people think about okay, there's gas there if we do have a family or something well, what yeah, what um what is what is what's the word? babysitting if you have children mm-hmm. you know uh, that all of these uh, additional type of things that have to be taken into consideration Definitely. as well and i'm not saying that he has to consider that responsibility or take on that responsibility to know these things but I think it has to be something that is thought out, or there has to be someone out there that has said, "Dude, you know, um, yeah." As a mother, or as uh, you know, parents with children that are, you know, I'll say, teenage or maybe younger, um, we're we're trying to find a restaurant where we don't really have to go very, very far away from our our home where mm-hmm. we live. So again, that whole. Inclusivity or accessibility is it just for the people that are nearby these restaurants mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, you know, because I know that when I, it's a place has got to be really, really good for me to say, I'm going to drive 25, 30 minutes to get someplace. <laughs> yeah. And then knowing that I'm going to probably have to wait, you know, if I've made reservations, there might still be a wait, but I'm going to have to also, that's going to be an additional time that I'm going to be having to con- take into consideration. It's got to be really good. It's got to be, like, top-notch for me to go there or go to a series or a chain. Uh, not a chain, because that means it's all one, but a series of restaurants that's all connected, a group of restaurants is what I believe they refer to it as, and re- really invest my money Yeah, and give that up.
1: And, I mean, the, the strength of a, of a program like this really is in the merit of how often are people going to use it and, and you brought it up earlier you know how often are people going in a month what? how often are people you know how do they even like the other restaurants in the chain are they going to go to those two because otherwise they're gonna like I'm, I like this one I'm gonna go here that's oh the one. and then that's it like you know so it's really but all this stuff all this stuff we're looking at it at a from a very different perspective and are. that's um that's that's why we're here yeah. So, you know, if if anyone knows uh, this gentleman and they listen to the show, invite them to listen, invite them to call in. Right. Exactly. We can talk about it. You know, we're not here to tear to, to criticize, to to be negative like we brought out. This is just what we thought when we heard about the program. Exactly. And if you haven't thought of it or you have some thoughts that you you know, you did consider, but when it, you know, you tested it, it didn't work out that way. Whatever the case is, you know, we happily would love to speak with you and so, really get your perspective on this whole thing. Exactly.
0: So again, you know, I gave you the number at the top of the hour. I want to give it to you once again so that you'll have it, and maybe you're interested in, in, in you know, making a phone call and chatting with us. The telephone number is six five one two zero zero three four seven nine. You have, you have time. So please feel free. You know, we would love to hear your comments. Um, and we realized too that, well, let me say, and my nephew knows already, this is not a show uh, about being negative or bashing someone or uh, restaurant because again, um, it is a platform that we use to talk about food, food issues, food, uh, interests, um, so it is for the community. I would love to hear, we would love to hear your viewpoint, um, your comments. So once again, please use utilize that number. Six, five, one, 200, three, four, seven, nine, uh, six, five, one, 200, um, 3479. So we're, we're, did you want to, you I, want want to I was just going to, uh, kind of move on to another segment. Um, uh, which we're coming around the holidays. We are literally, what, four days away from the. Mm-hmm. Well, some folks are already, you know, having family members in town already. They're already coming in, <laughs> you know, today's Saturday, but when they're flying in, they try to use the weekend and whatnot to, to do their travels. So, because they want to experience Minnesota or being with the family for the full entire week. So that by Friday, I think Friday is probably. But yeah, Friday is really like. Okay, y'all need to go now. <laughs> y'all need to leave. It's the twenty seventh, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's like uh, okay, let's let's go ahead and get this in early Sunday through fr- Sunday through Wednesday. Okay, fine. We're we'll gonna be <laughs> cooking. We're gonna be hanging out. You know, presents are gonna be whatever. You know, exchange whatever. You know, whatever folks do during the holidays. Whatever you do during the holidays. <clears throat> yeah, that is. I'm saying all of this because Hey folks are probably saying We're not cooking We're going to go out (laughs) We're going to go try to find some place To actually go to And It's hard to find something open During the holidays Mm -hmm. Specifically Christmas Eve you might Christmas Day and that's what we're about To talk about you know What places are actually open And you know, I gotta thank um, uh, Twin Cities Pioneer Pre- Pioneer Press, and uh, I think it's Nancy Nancy Yen. yeah Nancy uh, Nancy Young, I believe. She actually put together a list, and I gotta agree with some of them uh, that are places that are going to be open on Christmas Day. Ooh. So, if you've probably never even thought about it, you know, you could definitely go to you know Twin Cities Pioneer Press. Um, and uh, twincities.com, and uh, look for uh, restaurants that are going to be open. So, uh, we're just going to kind of go through a few of them. Some of them you're probably familiar with that you probably have gone to yourself. Um, I know that there are a number of places that I have not gone to that I would love to go to, and I've heard about it. I've even talked about some of them, like the very first one, Cecil's Delicatessen. Um, so that's Deli.com and I'm saying it. And Because a friend, his name is spelled the exact same way, but he pronounces it a little bit differently. So some folks might say Cecil's, and that's probably how it's pronounced. But it's 651 South Cleveland Avenue. So that's here. Uh, is it in St. Paul? I mean, it's in St. Paul, but St. Paul covers a, a, you know, quite a different uh, area. But it is a delicatessen that uh, was established in 1949. If you're not familiar with it, definitely go to their website. They offer a wide variety of of items. I mean, it's again, it's a delicatessen bakery and straight on, you know, restaurant, period. Uh, But they also do catering as well. So you have the opportunity to actually go there. Uh, They are going to be, I think, their hours all the way through, let's see, Monday through Sunday, which that's always interesting how people put that, uh, (laughs) 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., that's the delicatessen. So if you're looking for a sandwich, maybe a a salad to grab and go, whatever, but the restaurant um, would be from um, Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. So that's just kind of giving you an idea of one place. But again, that website is Cecil's deli.com uh c-e-c-i-l-s-d-e-l-i.com um yeah oh and actually let me take that back restaurant hours are going to be from 9 a.m on christmas day from 9 a.m to 4 p.m so i take that back they're going to have regular menu items that are going to be available the deli is going to be um, 9 a.m to 5 p.m so correction on that i apologize um, i was looking at the website but they have specific Uh, Very specific hours based upon um, the Christmas um, day, if you would. Um, There, again, are are, are a number of them. Um, I'm going to Greasy Spoons, kind of. So Mickey's Diner, uh, they're going to be open 24 hours. They are open 24 hours, uh, 365 days out of the year. Did uh, Remember when you all came in? That, that was because there's two Mickey's diners. Okay, so we went
1: to the one that was by the airport, by the right? Airport, that was right? like the first place we went when I yes, ever came to visit.
0: Exactly. Um, the other one is in downtown St. Paul, which okay, okay. I mean, we could definitely go there one day because hello and see. I don't even know why I wasn't. I when you're not really thinking about it, it. Okay, I'll just say probably in the cold or trying to think of someplace and you're it's late at night you don't think of the obvious places oh, because yeah. hello Mickey's we're, Diner we could have went there I know we were we were like where could we go we, we Yeah, were we driving were driving around a little bit and, but <laughs> at the same time I think we were feeling for a, a specific type of something yeah cuisine. it wasn't like oh well Let's have a burger, and then I, I then probably would have probably thought of it right. know, rather than we want some tacos. Where's what taco place is open? Right. I don't know any taco place. Let us go over here. It's, it's it's eleven o'clock. Let's see if they're open. Nah, they're not open. <sighs> we were on we were on like like, a, like our third place by the we, time we eventually yeah, And by that time, it was just kind of like we need to eat something now. <laughs> and so anyway, Greasy Spoon, Mickey's Diner. Open twenty four hours, three hundred sixty five days a year. Uh, Thirty six West Seventh Street. Inexpensive. Uh, it's it's a greasy spoon. I'm telling you, you literally. <clears throat> it's it's very um, intimate hmm. because you're sitting at the <laughs> you're sitting at the counter, and to get by. People are brushing up against you. I don't particularly like that too much, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. It's like, okay, uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe because I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a thick dude or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, anyway, uh, it's a really cool place. You, if you want to go there uh, again, the address is 36 West Seventh Street. Uh, to find out what their menu is like. Um, you know definitely encourage you to go to mickey's diner car or dining car.com um i i love their food I, I mean it's and that's why i said it, greasy spoon i mean you get malts you get breakfast for, uh when you get some hash browns and you get some eggs and everything and it's just it's yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a place to kind of it takes you back. You know, if you, that old that old vibe. Yeah. I mean, we had in I'm going I'm switching gears just a little bit. I apologize for jumping around, but I'm on um, um I'm still on food, <laughs> but I'm going back to Los Angeles. Um what is the place and you you probably are hopefully you remember and hopefully I remember um is the breakfast spot that um It's in downtown It's like right on the corner Uh, Dang it I'm so embarrassed That I It's like uh, The pantry Oh I know what you're talking about The pantry pantry. It's over
1: on um, Was that like Fig
0: and third Yeah it's like third
1: it's that, it's, yeah, they moved it. It's all it's like in the uh-huh. cut now. Not like, it's not far. It didn't move far, but like that whole area has been changed. Wow. So it's like, it's not on the corner anymore. That's what threw me off. Oh. It's kind of like in the middle of the block. It's by, um, is
0: it bigger though? I mean, is it, or did they change the door? Because the door was what was on the corner. And no, it, yeah, they changed the door. Like okay. that whole block configuration has been changed. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's still over on that, it's over on that side. That's what this reminds me of. Okay, mm, okay. Mickey's, okay. The, Mickey's Diner. It reminds me of that, you know, where I mean, you go in there, I mean there's you see that long the the, the, the counter, but then there's also all the other seats and tables and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But you know, Mickey's is just it it's it's tight. <laughs> you know, it's very again, like I said, it's <laughs> intimate. And you're like, Okay, um, well, somebody I'm eating my eggs, don't touch me, you know, while I'm having my <laughs> my pancakes or whatever and, and everything. Please don't. Um, it's so good. It's been on so many different, you know. It's been featured on so many different Food Network, you know, place um, shows and <laughs> too many to name, actually. But it's a wonderful place. Uh, it's been in a number of movies: uh, Mighty Ducks, One, Two, Three, Jingle <laughs> All the Way, uh, Prairie Home Companion. It's it's just a really cool place, especially if you like. Uh, your eggs and your hash browns. Something about breakfast food, man. I don't know what it is. <sighs> <sighs> I'm telling you, this place is bomb. You know. Okay. Uh going down the list a little bit further, there and that's just in I'd say that was in kind of the, you know, the east metro area. There are more, you know, and I'm just gonna name off a few. Little Szechuan is gonna be available from noon to ten PM. Um they're located at four twenty two West Uh Uh, Avenue, what's University Avenue, um, the Lowell Inn. um, This interests me. I mean, this uh, not really confuses me, but this is, people think as far as Stillwater is East Metro or whatever. And I know it's not that far. It's probably like a 20-minute drive, so that's why they have these things in there. But like the Lowell Inn uh, it's located at 102 North Second Street in Stillwater. Um, I don't really consider that, you know, what I would would have covered, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's just, you know, it's interesting. Some folks really like that place, Moscow on the Hill. That's uh, really in downtown, uh, lower town. Moscow on the Hill is more uh, German. Uh, is it German? No, Russian. Excuse me. <laughs> Russian, Russian, Russian. Someone didn't pass geography. Shut up! <laughs> I did. I just had, it just came out. Shush Be quiet Um, Moscow on the hill They are located at um, 371 Selby Avenue St. Paul That's from 4pm to 10pm Is when they're going to be open Want to visit their website to see what's on their menu It would be Moscow Moscow On the hill Gotta pronounce it correctly (laughs) Um, But uh, Yeah they They've got Porsche, uh and well Borscht and bellini with caviar they've mm-hmm. got beef stroganoff um polish pierogies i mean if you're familiar with uh moscow and uh, you know you know and then yeah they're in the St. Paul Cathedral area kind of lower town not did i say lower town i did say lower town no mm-hmm. it's it Honestly, I'm telling you, I'm still trying to learn myself around. So I would say Cathedral Hill is definitely where it's at. Um, So anyway, that's Moscow on the Hill. Um, If you want to have pizza, you know, that's four to nine. That's Pizza Luna or Pazza Luna. Excuse me. Pazza Luna. That's more pasta in general, Italian. Um, They are located at 360 um, St. Peter um, Street. uh, That's in St. Paul. Definitely go to their website at Pazaluna. Pizza Luna. Pizza Luna is something different. Uh, Pazaluna. St. Paul Grill. Um, you're very familiar. That's in, definitely is in downtown St. Paul. They are going, the restaurant is going to be, of course, as you know, it's going to be full on Christmas Day. But from 11 to 7 p.m., they're going to be open. You know, uh, they actually have a three course meal that they're going to be offering uh, during that time period. And even though they said that the, you know, they know, or well, we all know that the restaurant is going to be full, um, you know, they would be willing to accept a few walk ins, um, but you'll probably have to sit at the bar and we'll have to be a first come, first serve um, basis. But they're located at 350 Market Street uh, in St. Paul. Okay, so maybe if, if you're not over here in St. Paul, um, you could definitely go to uh, the Radisson Blue uh, Mall of America because Fire Lake Grill House uh, and Cocktail Bar is going to be open. Um, that, um, you know, if you want to find out what they're going to be offering, Fire Lake, uh, yeah, Fire Lake Restaurant. Um, uh, com. You know, if you'd like to visit their website, and their location is 2100 Kilobrew Drive in Bloomington. They are going to be open from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. They have a select number of dishes that are going to be available from their regular menu. um, And they are also going to have a prime rib Christmas dinner that is going to be available from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., which is... um, and you could go on their website to find out how much those prices are. <laughs> but, yeah, there's going to be a, um, a, a holiday um, dinner special if you want to find out that information. So, yeah, Manny's um, Steakhouse is also going to be available uh, or open from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, they are located at uh, 821 Marquette Avenue. Uh, their ad, their website to visit would be mannyssteakhouse.com uh, You know they have also like to, you know, kind of like what's kind of like a bar area. It's called the Living Room. That's going to be open from three p.m. to night uh, to midnight, um, and they're also going to be serving a brunch too. So hmm. you know, get check their website to find out uh, specifically what they're going to be offering. This place, this next place, I've not been to. Everybody talks about how great their wings are, which. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to try it out and, and see. Hmm. We'll, but not, we'll be the judges of that. Well, <laughs> we still got to get you over to D Spot and everything, so <laughs> you know that's another thing. So I don't know. Uh, but that's uh, Monte Carlo Bar and Grill, they're located at uh, 219 3rd Avenue North, and uh, that's in Minneapolis. The time that they'll be open is from 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. And The kitchen is going to be open all the way until eleven forty-five p.m. So, open late, open late. Uh, Monte Carlo, MN. So minnesota.com, If you want to find out uh, a bit more, um, there are a few other places that you can uh, definitely find out about. Um, you know that are on the list as well. Um, I didn't cover all of them because uh, I don't want to bore you with. You need to go out there and find some, you know, do some research yourself. You might not like all the things that are on this list. You, you know, these are just ones that um, they uh, were able to come up with and and find. So we wanted to share that with you as well. Um, did you have anything that you wanted to. Dang, man, come on now. You're supposed to be having with food and be looking for other stuff. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, there was. Um, Uh, So before we We're not ending the show or anything But I'm transitioning to another Topic Um, Please uh, feel free as I mentioned Before if you have any comments uh, Suggestions or uh, Maybe a a point that you'd Like to make uh, feel free to give us A call here at the radio station it is 651-200-3479 Yeah give us a call The UnBougie Foodie And Chicken Wing (laughs) Okay, the unbougie Foodie Jr. Yes. yes, we'll do that. Uh, yeah. Um, I love Miss, Miss, Miss Jones. She said, we're the unbougie Foodies. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's, it's funny. We're not changing the brand, though. Sorry. Can't change it up. It's already established. Uh, I mean, no, it's a little thing to add an S on the end, but um, <clears throat> there's only one un Foodie. Wow. Well, I mean, they're, 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 yes. You better hear first, folks. Well, yeah, exactly. I I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying. Like, come on now. We're foodies. We are bougie, but okay. Wait. I, okay. I'm not going to put that out there because I know that there are some times that I could be bougie myself. I know. When certain things, but yeah, at least I eat the back of the bread. You know what? I'll have you know that I ate the back of the bread the other night. He was desperate. He was very desperate. I was like, man. Hmm. Uh, oh, that's what I wanted to make mention. Okay. that's um, why I'm so glad that I looked at this information, too, because I, I really wanted to bring this up. Okay, come on now. So the YMCA is actually having a really great, um, presenting a really great program. Uh, They are giving free bags of food to families in need through January 5th. So you're probably wondering, well, how can I... Not only is it the the time of giving, you know, presents, gifts, or whatever, people want to take care of, make sure that, you know, those that don't have access to foods like they should, you know, people come on hard times, you know. You got to figure out, what am I going to pay for this is the winter time. Do I have money to pay for my rent and heat and things like that versus food? That, those are difficult choices at times that people have to consider, and sometimes families may have to tighten their belts, as they say. But the YMCA is making sure that you know people have food for the. For the holidays um, So starting from December 1st Excuse me, December 21st Through January 5th uh, Families in need can go to the front desk Of any YMCA In the greater Twin Cities area To receive a free bag of food uh, And that's while supplies last um, You know, they're describing it As a, a means Of being making sure To help nourish families in the communities And ensure that youths have Food during the winter break um, there, you do not have to have a membership because we know that you know YMCA um, is membership based, the uh, whole membership thing that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, a statement that uh, the uh, CEO, president, and CEO of uh, the YMCA mentioned um, here it's quoted as the YMCA is committed to working with community partners to address the more than 200,000 children in Minnesota who live with food insecurity by providing education, access, and support. So, I mean, that's a huge shout-out um, to the YMCA uh, for being the organization that is, if you would, stepping up and partnering with, um, you know, they've indicated here that they're partnering with the Sheraton Story and John W. Moody um, Foundation to provide this type of assistance. Uh, their executive director uh, at the Sheridan, they made a statement or as well that says, many children don't look forward to winter break because they don't have enough food at home. In fact, more than 15% of children in Minnesota face empty kitchen cupboards, and we are fortunate enough to partner with two great organizations to uh, close the winter break food, gra- food gap. Um, So, again, please take into consideration. And even if you might have enough and you may not need to take advantage of um, this program, uh, share it with somebody else. Share Mm -hmm. it with your your neighbors or... Pay it forward if you can. Definitely pay it forward. I mean, you know, I was watching... I can't remember what I was watching yesterday, but it was just... um, we know that food brings people together no matter i mean in sometimes in the darkest of times and We living in some dark times right now <laughs> uh you know we, we're just overshadowed with you know negative things or whatever bring some positive bring some positivity in to your life and into somebody else's life as well uh, it trust me it's gonna make you feel good not just because you're trying to show people that you're doing it but you personally are gained some type of benefit and are affected by it Um, whether it be volunteering you know that's something that you could also think about doing as well there are places throughout the twin cities that you could actually volunteer at but specifically when we're talking about um, this program by that's being offered by the um, ymca if you don't have to you know utilize this program And you may know someone that does. Let them know about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I. Sometimes some folks might be a little bit prideful. You know, they. I don't know they. Oh, will makes you think I don't have any type of food. Maybe you don't even have to like verbally say it to them. Write them a note and leave it you know, or whatever the case is. Some folks actually are just oh my goodness, thank you so much. Mm. You know, we're having some you know, we're having some hard times and we really have to buy coats and gloves and stuff like that. And so, you know, I can't have my children sick versus okay, we're well, gonna have to have ramen tonight, but you know what I mean? So hope you're feeling the same way. No, I this. am and you uh, know the
1: people in your life. You know how they'll react when you bring this up But do what you can to make sure that either they're aware of this program themselves and they can take advantage of it. Or if push comes to show, go get it for them and bring it for them and treat it as a gift from you. Exactly. Just whatever you can do to really make bring as much awareness to this
0: program as you can and do what you can to help those in, in your life and in your community. Exactly. A great if you want to find out even further about this. Um, you can visit uh, the sheridanstory.org website um, and then go to what to do and then winter break uh, and clearly they go into uh, you know, the what where when and how You know all this is and I'll go through that right now but um, if you want to continue to read more about it and find out where they are within the Twin Cities because it actually has a map too very interactive where you're able to Throughout the Twin Cities, you were actually able to to see you know, where you could actually go, but um, it says what you know you will actually be getting a free bag of shelf sta- shelf stable um substant uh, I can't speak <laughs> uh substant- ooh substantiate yeah I'm sorry my- <laughs> I'm tongue tied this morning <laughs> shelf stable nutritious food i'm so sorry <laughs> When again december 21st through january 5th so uh, december 25th december 21st be quiet 2019 to january 5th 2020 i wanted to specify the dates and you know the year and all that so i'm sorry i'm getting ahead of myself where Um, at several of Minneapolis parks and all uh, uh, YMCA uh, uh, Twin City branches. Um, There are also additional locations, and they have, again, they make reference to that interactive uh, map where you could just click, you know, on a link to see that. Um, And then, again, the how is you're just going to simply go to the front desk and ask for a bag of food. That's it. Um, No need to be prideful No need to be embarrassed Because we all hit hard times Trust me (laughs) Uh, The Bougie Foodie knows about that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, yeah some of us we're, we're on a budget we really are but you know you you could still love and talk about food and share it with people and everything and that's what this show is always about so yeah just know that we want to provide you with resources to make sure that you and your family have some place to go to obtain food you know even if somebody doesn't invite you over you know you'll have some food for the holidays and make sure that you take advantage of it or share this information with others so that they too will have an opportunity to, um, you know, have sustenance. Yeah. That's important. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Oh my goodness. We're, we're nearing the end of the show. It's almost that time. I know. Right. Oh man. So, I'm, um, you know, We still have a few more minutes. But if you, again, would love to kind of share a a point or comment, uh, you got, I don't know, maybe five minutes. (laughs) So feel free. uh, If not, please remember the number because we are here every Saturday at 10 a.m. Always going to be talking about food, food subjects, um, food accessibility, equality. Uh, We are going to have guests coming. It's the holiday season right now, so I think we probably are not going to have any guests until probably the first of the year. Yeah, Um, that's nice to say. Yeah, because I know that it would be so... It would be nice to have a guest, but I realize that people have family coming in from out of town. They're preparing for, hello, the week. There are some folks that are already preparing, like getting groceries today or for the weekend, knowing that, you know, some... Like I said, families are already coming in. So they got to prepare breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, for two or three days. And then, of course, there's Christmas Eve and then there's Christmas Day. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Who wants to? And then, of course, you still some folks still have to work. So, you know, they're going to the grocery store. I'm quite sure that if we went to the grocery store, any any food place that sells groceries, whether it be like Cub, Hy-Vee, Target walmart you know they'll be full it's gonna be crowded up in there people not only are they shopping for gifts but people are like i I need to make a sweet potato pie (laughs) i need to make you know right i need to go buy my turkey or my ham and because you know that if you ain't
1: got the ham on point when everybody gets here there's gonna be issues Trying to get everything set up. Trying to get everything scored away. Especially when the family decided to show up early.
0: Exactly. Be like, yeah, we decided to come a day early. And you're like, no. (laughs) Right. Give me time. I thought I still had at least another uh, 12 to 24 hours before you arrived. And that's what's happening in your head. But then in front of you, you're like, oh, no, it's okay. (laughs) We'll make it work. Yeah. I got to go rush and go do stuff. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, We are not going to be doing that. I mean... Someone's leaving To go back to Home for a little bit Handle some stuff and mm-hmm. to visit family Plus his mother is getting Older so you know This is the first time her baby has been away So <laughs> <laughs> So You know you gotta go home every now and then I can't go unfortunately um, cause I have to work But you know It's, it, it's what happens What do you do yeah. Anyway, any last minute words um
1: just to remind people to follow me on Twitter at Umboji jr yes I'm gonna be uh if you have any uh controversial thoughts about either anything we talked about today or you have anything that comes up throughout the week before you exactly. know next week's show, hit me up there and let me know. I might be posting uh my own questions put yes. forth to you. You guys respond to me
0: there and we'll talk about them on air exactly. So again, that's the Unbougie Jr. Uh, on Twitter. Our, my social media, I'll once again uh, make mention of it. Facebook is the Unbougie Foodie. Uh, Instagram is the underscore Unbougie Foodie. And of course, Twitter is at Unbougie Foodie. So shout out to all the folks that are listening over in Cali. Uh, Love you, my family. And, of course, those that are listening here within the Twin Cities or those that are on the TuneIn app, please know that you could also stream the show live as well. That's an important point that I needed to make mention of. You're able to stream the show live as well. So if you're not even local, don't worry. Just visit TuneIn.com and then look for WEQY. You will be able to actually hear this show live as it airs. And you could still call in. And make comments and have questions and so forth. So don't hesitate. So until next week, folks, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. This is Wesley Wright, your UnBougie Foodie, and RJ, UnBougie Junior, (laughs) saying thanks for tuning in. And as always, we want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be. Because food, it connects us with stories and experiences. Peace peace
1: food eh?